Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty, everybody, we are back for another episode and excited to be joining you. We are talking all about hospitality today, which you guys know is one of my absolute favorite things ever to talk about. I absolutely love hospitality and I especially love talking about it in today's world because we have a major problem with knowing how to be hospitable in Mm -hmm. our world. There is just this disconnect between people. We are not connected anymore whatsoever. We live life online. We live it through our phones and we live it in our own spaces and we're just so isolated from one another. Mm -hmm. And we saw this especially take place during COVID, but then it's just continued. And I feel like we had that kind of decline in our society starting even before COVID, Mm -hmm. but COVID really just kind of set that over the edge and people began to be scared about spending time together, being close, sharing meals together. Everybody just kind of got whacked, right? And we can all uh, just just uh, sigh about that, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else we do. But anyways, so my hope is that we can get back to being connected and get back to living the gospel way because Mm -hmm. we see in the gospel that we were meant to be a community. We were meant to be together and we can't neglect that. That is a crucial part of the church. It's a crucial part of our Christian life and it's how we grow. It's how we make disciples. It's how we witness and how people come to salvation. And if we're not living life together, then we're not building the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And if we're not building the kingdom, then we are not participating in what God has always made us to do. And that is a scary reality. And so as Christians, whether you are a single person, whether you are engaged, married, whether you're an older couple that is trying to figure out how do we invite people over? How do we connect with younger folks? How do we do this and show people that we truly and genuinely care about them We're going to talk about all of that stuff today. We're going to get into practical nitty gritty details. I mean, like things that we've done to host people, things that we have found that work and make people feel loved and are just enjoyable for everyone. And I think that you're going to get some really cool ideas and hopefully it spurs you to just think a little more about how you can be hospitable in your everyday life. Okay, so really quickly, I wanted to start with a couple of announcements. I wanted to encourage y'all to sign up to be on our email list. Mm -hmm. Again, I know I've been mentioning this a lot lately, but we are looking toward the future. And while we do have things like Blogmas and some important things that are going to be happening on the blog coming up, we're also looking into creating some exclusive resources for those of you who are on our email list and are receiving our email updates. So those will be exclusive resources that only you guys will be able to access. However, if you are not on our email list, then you will not have access to these things. And we want y'all to be able to look at some of the different things that we're excited to put out for you and some different things that we are hoping will help y'all in your faith and something that you can also share with other people. So make sure that you are getting on our email list just so that you don't miss any exclusive offers and different things like that and so that you don't miss any of our regular posts and things like that. So I just wanted to start with that. Now, Let's get into this episode. I'm extremely excited about this. I think it's going to be a really good topic. I brought it up to Lily this morning and we like 
should have had our microphones in front of us because we just started talking mm-hmm. about it. You know, we actually planned some things for this episode, which is crazy. Just, just a couple, guys. Don't yeah. get too shocked. Don't, I mean, we don't have an outline. Yeah. Never had an outline for anything <laughs> in our lives. Um, but I'm extremely excited about this episode in particular because I know that I have wanted to listen to things like this before because especially kind of in our season of life, we're still living at home and, you know, we don't have our own places yet. Mm-hmm. And so that can kind of present some difficulties in and of itself. And luckily we have been blessed with parents who also enjoy being hospitable, but I know that that is not the case for a lot mm-hmm. of people. So you may be one of the only people in your family who is actually a Christian and wants to be genuinely hospitable in a Christ-like way, mm-hmm. or you may just not have the resources to have people over at your house. Maybe you have a smaller living space and it's hard to invite people over and be able to sit comfortably somewhere if you have a larger group or something like that. I mean, there are a lot of different things that you have to think about when you are wanting to be hospitable. But I think one of the main things that we all do, our minds immediately go to things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I need to host a dinner party of Mm -hmm. some kind or I actually have to invite people over and have them at my house and I have to be responsible for doing all of the cooking and Mm -hmm. the baking and the cleaning and, you know, all kinds of things. Spend hundreds of dollars doing it for one night. And everything needs to be perfect. I need new decorations and place settings and, you know, all kinds of different Mm -hmm. things. And while all of that is very good and I think that it's great that we should aspire to have Mm -hmm. a really fun and nice environment to invite people over to. I just want to clarify that that is not all that hospitality is. Hospitality is not just inviting people over to your house for dinner or uh, something like that where our minds kind of automatically Mm -hmm. go because that's what I think. I'm like, okay, well, I'm single. I still live at home. I'm, you know, still in high school, but I want to be hospitable. How do I do that practically? Because Mm -hmm. I can't necessarily just invite people over for dinner and then, you know, cook and have everything ready and, you know, all that kind of thing. So those are some of the things that I've definitely thought before, like, okay, well, I just have to wait until I move out or until I'm married and have my own house and when I genuinely am in charge of the cooking Mm -hmm. and the cleaning and getting everything ready. We want to specifically talk today about how you can practically practice hospitality in whatever season you're in, Mm -hmm. like Lily was saying, because hospitality is not just for a certain group of people in a certain stage of life, in a certain location. It's something that all Christians are called to practice and all Christians are called to carry out with the people around them. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into that today. I think the main thing that we need to start with here is... The whole point of hospitality is the person, not the particulars. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really struggle to remember when I am hosting and I am doing different things because I am the type A person. I get it done. I work Mm -hmm. really hard to have all the things perfect and all the place settings and all the things done before everybody gets here. And I will spend weeks planning and I will spend weeks Mm -hmm. trying to get things ready and I will do all of it. And by the time I'm actually to the point of the hosting part where the people actually show up, I'm just done. Like if I'm being honest, I'm just over it because it's like I have spent so much time and so much energy on this Mm -hmm. and I've thought so much about it that I'm just like I've lived it a thousand times already. And so I'm just over it by the time people Mm -hmm. get here. But that is an awful way to do hospitality because when the people actually get here and they're the whole point, remember, I am not connected. I am not opening myself up to what the Lord wants to do during that time. 
I get so focused on the particulars of the evening or whatever we're doing Mm -hmm. that I lose sight of the ministry that can happen in that moment. And that's what people really want. If you get down to it, what people really want is for you to just take initiative. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. Your house can be messy. It doesn't have to be the best meal of their lives, mm-hmm. they are going to be happy with pizza. Okay, I'm just telling you. If you, because who is not exactly? First of all, can well, we point that out? Like, who's not happy with pizza? Yeah, they are going to be thrilled that you're just taking the initiative mm-hmm. and that you're loving on them in that way, and that you actually care enough about them to carve out some time to spend with them. And one thing that I have absolutely tried to do every single time that I host or take initiative or invite someone over or go out to coffee with someone is I try to find out what their interests are. Mm -hmm. What are they truly interested in? What are they loving in this season of life? What do they care about? What are they passionate about? Go with that, okay? So like, for instance, if they love reading, offer to go read with them. It, it could be a poem that you discuss. It could be a quote even that you discuss. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not doing like a book together, you don't have to start a book study. That's not what I'm saying because now everybody's thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do like eight weeks of book study <laughs> now with someone. I and I become <laughs> a host, hostess, right. leader of a group. Yeah. Have to start an exclusive club. Yeah. No, that's not at all what I'm saying. But if you know that they're interested in something like that, even reading a chapter of something with them, reading some scripture with them, I don't know, like get creative. But if that's something that they're interested in, then make sure that you are taking initiative and asking them to make that a part of the evening or Mm -hmm. whatever you guys are doing. Because I'm telling you that that means so much to people. Not only are you taking the initiative to spend time with them and showing them that you genuinely care about what they're going through and Mm -hmm. about them as a person, but you're also showing them that you love them and want to be a part of what they love and you want to share an interest. Maybe it may not be your favorite thing ever, but just the fact that you're willing to do that with them for an evening or you're willing to make that a part of the time that you spend together Mm -hmm. means the world to people. They will never forget that. And that is an amazing way, especially if the person is not saved to witness to them. Mm -hmm. Because it will open doors that you cannot even imagine. And I think that we've lost that attention to detail in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. We no longer care about people in a way that we're willing to sacrifice time, first off. But then, second of all, we're not willing to even find out what they're interested in and what they genuinely love to do and then do that with them. You're sacrificing your time, but you also want to sacrifice sometimes even your own interests and your own passions to make sure that they know that they're seen and they're heard and that you want to be a part of that with them. I think that that is so powerful. And what I've found out is if we're just willing to take the initiative and stop waiting on people to pursue us Mm -hmm. and stop waiting on people to invite us over, people will start to do that in return. They just need to know that you're interested and someone has to take initiative in this. It should be the Christian. Yeah. Well, that's definitely something that I've thought before. Like, okay, well, if so-and-so would invite me over and they're going to be hospitable and everything, then obviously I'll return the favor. They can come over in a couple of weeks. And then it's like, okay, but they're not inviting me, not inviting me, not inviting me. And, you know, you kind of expect them to take that first step without even letting them know that that's an expectation. (laughs) And that is definitely something that I have done before. And so then you kind of get caught up in like this bitterness that you're the only one that wants to be hospitable 
role and no one else will be and kind of feels like you're doing it completely alone. And that's something that obviously we should all be working on Mm -hmm. in the church because hospitality is something that we are commanded to practice. We are commanded to love our neighbors as ourselves and to create Christ-like community, but we need to get over this bitterness Mm -hmm. that we may have that other people aren't practicing this yet. Because if we're being honest, most of us have not had an example of what hospitality looks like Mm. because it is kind of a forgotten art Mm -hmm. in a way where people aren't just having dinner parties once a week. (laughs) They're not just inviting people over to do things and they're not just being present with people. I think that is the main part of hospitality is just being present with people. Like Lily said, getting interested in their interests and doing that with them. Just taking the initiative to show people that you care about them is hospitality. Right. So if you don't have a house where you can invite them over and you can't accommodate them in that way, then Mm -hmm. invite them out for coffee and be hospitable in giving them options between different coffee shops and saying like, I can pick you up if you want. We Mm -hmm. can meet there. We can do this, do that. And just being very kind and open to just spending time together. I think that is the main part of hospitality is devoting time to people and showing them that you genuinely love them. And like Lily said, especially if they're not Christians, this Mm -hmm. can be the greatest way that we can witness to them without necessarily, you don't even have to have, you know, a Bible study. You don't have to invite people over to your house just to have a Bible study specifically. You can invite them over and just have dinner or you can go to the coffee shop and just have coffee and talk about life and do things like that. Obviously, I think that as Christians, we should hold ourselves to a standard that at some point Mm -hmm. we are going to try and talk about Jesus with this person when we feel the Lord leading us to do that. It's not simply like, I'll just go out for coffee and hope that one day they notice that I'm nice to them Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then they'll just assume that that's because I'm a Christian Mm -hmm. because they'll just automatically know that I'm supposed to be hospitable because you know, I'm supposed to love them and stuff. That's not how this is supposed to work. Hospitality is ultimately supposed to lead us closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. Those of us who are hosting and those of us who are being hosted, it should always lead us closer to the Lord and should deepen our relationships with each other and ultimately our relationship with him. So that's the main point of hospitality. And we've practiced hospitality in a lot of different ways over the years, but mainly that does consist of just inviting people over for dinner or having movie nights. That's something that we've been doing recently with a couple of people who go to our church and just some close family friends and stuff, just inviting them over, watching a movie, talking afterwards, talking beforehand, just making popcorn, having a good time together. Mm -hmm. And we invite people over for dinner who we know could use some company or who we know enjoy spending time with other people but don't get the opportunity to do it very much. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, obviously we have things like our Bible study group that meets on Thursdays. We meet at our house and we have been doing a lot of like campfires this summer and we just roast hot dogs over the fire and we eat together and then just kind of talk about life, do our Bible study lesson, do worship. That's definitely more geared toward an actual Bible Mm -hmm. study group, you know, and just like genuinely talking about Jesus while we're together. But then our dad hosts a group on Friday nights of guys that he's friends with. We make dinner and some of the guys who attend, like their wives have made dinner for everyone before and that kind of thing. And so it's just kind of a like community minded type Mm -hmm. thing. And they talk about Jesus and everything, but it's not necessarily meant to be a specific 
Bible study. We're all going to bring our Bibles and, you know, right. read a chapter in Romans or whatever. It's just a group of guys getting together and talking about things. But obviously, dad tries to bring Jesus into that. And a lot of the guys who come are Christians already, but there are also a few guys who aren't Christians. Mm -hmm. So this is a great opportunity for them to see what it looks like for a bunch of guys to get together and not talk about a bunch of stupid stuff that you would be talking about in a worldly environment. It's a place where they are called to a higher standard and called to talk about things that are glorifying to the Lord. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be specifically about Jesus, but we are not going to talk about stupid stuff the entire time. We're mm -hmm. going to talk about things that build one another up and encourage each other and that kind of thing. So hospitality looks like being present in people's lives. Mm -hmm. I think that is the main point. If you get anything out of this episode, <laughs> that is it. That is what hospitality is. It's mm -hmm. being present in people's lives and caring enough to invite them over or to simply even sending them a text and mm -hmm. asking about a specific situation that you talked about that they are worried about or that they wanted you to pray about. You're continuing the relationship. You're talking about things that are going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is some of the highest forms of hospitality that we can practice. Mm -hmm. And it's very practical. I mean, those are easy things that all of us can do. We can text somebody. We can invite somebody out for coffee. Now, they're not always going to say yes. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes that can be one of the most discouraging parts, especially for people like me. Like, I'm an introvert. I enjoy entertaining people once it actually happens. But I have to get past my introverted personality and actually invite people over. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have to work myself past that point of like, uh, I don't really want anybody to come over because I do enjoy it when they're here mm. and when, you know, you're actually doing whatever you've planned on doing. But it can be discouraging when you're like, okay, well, I worked myself past that and then they just said no. And maybe you've offered multiple times and they keep saying no or they keep being, being busy or they have something else to do. And it's like, okay, I understand that. Like, I'm busy too. I have things going on in my life. Everybody's got that. But I've invited you over like three times. Come on. Mm -hmm. And that can be a point of frustration, but I think that Jesus calls us to be consistent in that and he calls us to continue to invite them and just be open to doing something with them if mm -hmm. they are free at some point or when you do invite them and they finally say yes, then you go ahead, you make the plans and you put a lot of effort into it and you make it really good and you, know, you have good conversation and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So don't let that discourage you because we do live in a society that is antisocial right. and that is sad, but some of us are going to need to make the decision to be social mm -hmm. to change that. Mm -hmm. So that is, I think, also an important part of hospitality is not giving up when mm -hmm. you've invited someone over a couple times or come up with different things that you can do and they keep saying no or they keep being busy. Mm -hmm. It's the same way in our lives and we've all got things that mm -hmm. we could be doing, but what are we going to value the most? Are we going to value our our personal time, our alone time? Or are we going to value the time that we get to spend with others and bringing all of us closer to Jesus? Mm -hmm. And another thing I think is that Christians sometimes will take the initiative to invite someone over or out to coffee or lunch or whatever it is. And then they sit there on their phones. Mm -hmm. Guys, this is just a very practical real life tip here. That's not being hospitable. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. Because people do that all the time. We watch each other on our phones all the time. Mm -hmm. Like everybody is glued to their screens. And we all know that when we're glued to our screens, we're not paying attention. Yeah. We're not fully there. We're not all there. We're not present in the moment. And that can be extremely, extremely discouraging. It doesn't mean that if you need to text somebody back real quick or you need to, you know, look for something or whatever, mm -hmm. 
that's fine. But I think that a lot of us, because we are so addicted to our screens and to our devices, we really don't even think about it when it comes to, oh, I'm out to lunch with someone. No, you need to be all there. You have to be present in the moment. Whether you have invited or you have been invited, you have to make sure that you prioritize being there with the person. Because Mm -hmm. I have found that just listening and sharing stories and just sharing about life with one another is the most intimate thing we can do with someone. Mm -hmm. It is so powerful how the Lord begins to work in our lives when we lay our devices aside and we fully focus on the person in front of us. That's what we have to do. And if we allow the enemy to trick us into thinking, oh, it's okay to be on your phone. It's okay to be on social media while Mm -hmm. you're here. It's okay. And not be all there you're going to miss out on so much ministry. I'm just telling you right now, you're going to miss out on the things that the Lord wants to show you. You're going to miss details. You're going to miss comments from the person because you weren't fully listening. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't mean to, I'm not saying that you're doing this intentionally, like you really don't want to listen to this person, but it takes intentionality when we're doing this. If you want to be truly hospitable, you have to be intentional. So many of us aren't used to that Mm -hmm. because like you said, we are living in a world that is just so disconnected and we're living in a world where people aren't used to doing this. Yeah. And so don't be shocked even if you are the person who's like, okay, I'm not going to be on my phone. I invited you. I made the effort. I put time and energy into planning all of this and whatever. And then you sit across from them and they're on their phone quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Don't be shocked if that's the first time you're meeting with this person and you are prioritizing this time with them. They have to get used to this. They have to kind of break away from their normal. And you have to understand that a lot of people's normal is just being glued to their device the whole time. Yeah. And so to be invited out somewhere is really cool and meaningful to people, but it's also like, okay, I'm going to have to get used to this. And sometimes, you know, how we all avoid awkwardness and like just the weirdness of a situation. Sometimes we just get on our phones to Mm -hmm. avoid it. And I think that We as Christians have to understand that sometimes, especially if you're inviting an unbeliever that's not used to this type of thing, they're not used to fellowship, they're not used to spending time with people, they may do that. And we have to be understanding and we have to make an effort. So something that I love to do, especially if I know that that person may be more prone to jump on their phone or whatever while we're talking is to make a list of questions and make them interesting. Like Mm -hmm. put in some effort to finding some questions. There are tons of lists on the internet. Go to Pinterest, look them up. Like there are so many deep and meaningful questions that you can ask people Mm -hmm. that truly get them to talk and make them feel so loved. And that's something that I love to do. Whether or not really I feel like the person might get on their phone, that's a great way, just like a practical thing that I've noticed really helps someone if they're not used to that. But really for anyone, the questions that we ask each other in our rapid fire episodes, like Maddie said, I think in our last one that we did These are questions that we all desperately want to be asked, but nobody takes the time to actually ask them and then listen. Mm -hmm. Jesus took time to ask people deep and meaningful questions in scripture, Mm -hmm. and he sets that example for us. And I don't feel like a lot of us are doing that in our everyday lives, but that is so key to having a deep and meaningful relationship with someone. It builds that trust. It builds that understanding and that knowledge of a person. And it's something that really connects your soul with someone, Mm -hmm. even if they're not saved, and hopefully opens the door to sharing the gospel, to witnessing, to having those really spiritual conversations that we are all longing for. 
Yeah, questions like that are definitely helpful for promoting deeper conversation than you would have just about the weather or politics or, you know, you can get into kind of those modes of conversation Mm -hmm. where you're just talking about the same thing that you talk about with everyone else. And while the questions aren't necessarily like a must do while you're with people, it's definitely a good idea for promoting that deeper conversation and making the time a lot more meaningful instead of just talking about politics or the weather or, you know, just different things that we tend to talk about a lot when you're just searching for something to talk about. So I wanted to kind of wrap up with this verse that I think is a great model for what hospitality should look like. It's Romans 12. And the first verse is one that people obviously use a lot when it comes to hospitality, but I'm going to read verses 13 through 18 because I think this lays out a really really good example for what hospitality should look like in our everyday lives. So Romans 12, starting at verse 13 says, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. One thing I do think that we overlook when it comes to hospitality is the presence aspect of it, like Mm -hmm. we've been talking about for most of the episode. But genuinely, I think it means most to people when you are willing to weep with them as they are weeping and rejoice Mm -hmm. with them as they are rejoicing. And you're invested enough in their life to genuinely weep over something with them and genuinely rejoice over something with them and to genuinely just be present in their lives commit time to uh, remembering the things that they tell you, remembering the things that you talk about, Mm -hmm. and just paying attention to what they're interested in, what's going on in their lives, and being that person that they know they can come to and unburden themselves to, and Mm -hmm. they know that you're genuinely going to listen to them. I think that is one of the highest forms of hospitality, is genuine patience and solidarity and retaining the information that they give you when you're talking about different things. That's definitely something that has been meaningful to me because you encounter so many people where you talk about so many things and you can talk about things that are genuinely important to you. And then in your next conversation, maybe you'll bring it up thinking like, okay, well, maybe we could kind of pick up where we left Mm -hmm. off last time. And they have no recollection of what you talked about together. And that is so discouraging. (laughs) Yes, it is so discouraging, especially because I am the kind of person that remembers what you tell me Mm -hmm. and I remember what we talk about. I remember all the inside jokes. I remember all the details, you know, because I genuinely enjoy talking about things and I genuinely enjoy remembering those things and bringing them up again later and continuing on with those conversations. Mm And so it can be extremely discouraging when you are the person who, whether you've invited someone to do something with you or you have been invited and you try and talk about things that you've talked about before and they have no recollection of it, Mm -hmm. that can be extremely discouraging and extremely unhospitable. Mm -hmm. So I like how this verse kind of lays some of those things out and reminds us that we should be so invested in people's lives that we can genuinely experience some of the same emotions they're experiencing about different situations. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, any Anybody can pretend to weep with those who are weeping or rejoice with those who are rejoicing. But I think that 
people can definitely tell if you're faking that or not. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to tell that by the past experiences that they've had with you. So if you're genuinely someone who is on your phone all the time, isn't listening, doesn't usually remember what they tell you, they're going to know that when they're going through something difficult and they mm-hmm. tell you about it, you are not going to genuinely be that concerned about it because you've never been concerned about anything else. But if you're the kind of person who genuinely listens and genuinely remembers what they tell you, that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And then you are that person that they are willing to come to and willing to talk about things with. And I think that is how we establish relationships that are strong and mm-hmm. that point people to Jesus even more, especially people who don't know Jesus already. That can be so, so important because the rest of the world around us never pays attention to what's going on in our lives. Right. And the people who live more worldly lives have not been taught to genuinely care mm-hmm. about what's going on in other people's lives. This is a very Christian concept. And I think that sometimes we forget that. And so then we expect people in the world to understand what we're going through or to genuinely care about it. But we live in a very selfish society. So when Mm. you display to someone that you are not selfish and that you genuinely care about them, I think that is extremely important and something that you should definitely incorporate into your hospitality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, to end this episode, I found this quote on Pinterest that I think is a great way to end the episode. And it says, Offer an open and hospitable space where strangers can cast off their strangeness. I love that because I think that that's such a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. that the Lord allows us as Christians to be able to have this space, to have this environment, to honestly create an environment no matter where you are, no matter if it's at your home or at a coffee shop or just sitting around the fire one night. There is this environment that us Christians can create for people that allows them to just feel at home, to Mm -hmm. feel at peace. The Lord gives us his presence. He gives us his Holy Spirit that just creates that wherever we are, if we allow him to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a beautiful part of hospitality because people sense that whether they're saved or not. They sense when you are at peace, when you have joy, when you are just full of the Spirit, even if they don't necessarily know why yet or they don't know this is the reason, the Lord is the reason for this. Mm -hmm. They will sense that. And then that gives you an opportunity. It creates this desire within everyone to want to know why that is. They want to have that same thing. They want to experience that same peace and joy and love that you have. And as Christians, we have to be willing to not only be hospitable just because we want more friends or just because we want to hang out with people, but because ultimately the goal is to tell them about the Lord Mm -hmm. and to share an experience together that will be eternally valuable, not just a temporary get together. That's not what we're seeking in being hospitable. That's not the point. That's not the goal here. The goal is to be able to have conversations that are eternally meaningful Mm -hmm. with someone and that will make a lasting impact in both of our lives. That's the whole point. And if we're not willing to go so far as to share the gospel with them, to pray with them, then There's really no point to being hospitable. There's Mm -hmm. really nothing worth doing there because you're just inviting people over with no end goal. You want to have that end goal of I want this to be eternally meaningful. And so how can we best do that? I think that in our everyday lives, the Lord shows us different opportunities. He gives us different connections with people. 
be willing to go out of your way to figure out how can I bless others? How can I take initiative and not just sit back and wait for everybody to invite me over or to cook me dinner or whatever? You be the one to initiate and be intentional in it. And I promise you, the Lord will bless that obedience and he will give you eternally meaningful conversations that will be so worth your time and so worth the time and energy it takes to get together with a group of people or even one person. I would encourage you, start with one person. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a huge group. You don't have to start doing something every single evening of the week. Start with one person. Meet once a week with them. Meet every couple weeks with them. Whatever works for both of your schedules. And then see where the Lord takes it. Because Mm -hmm. I promise you, you will do the unexpected and it will be the coolest thing you've ever experienced. All right, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, that it gave you some practical tips on how to be hospitable. This is definitely a podcast episode that I wish I would have had a couple of years ago before we kind of figured out what hospitality looks like in our lives. Mm -hmm. So we hope that this encouraged you. Make sure that you share it with others who you think would be interested in hearing it. And we are going to wrap this episode up in prayers. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for allowing us to sit down and record this episode and just have a great conversation about hospitality and what that can look like in each of our lives. I pray that you would just give all of us opportunities to be hospitable to the people around us this week and in the coming weeks and that we would just uh, constantly be looking for those opportunities that you will give us if we are open to them. I pray that you would just place people in each of our paths who uh, need someone to be hospitable to them, who need someone who is genuinely willing to listen to them and to rejoice with them and weep with them and be genuinely invested in their lives. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to carry out this commandment that you have given us and to be hospitable to the people around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Be sure to download this episode and any others that you have really enjoyed recently. It helps the show to grow so very much and we appreciate it and it helps us to continue to share this kind of gospel truth Mm -hmm. with those who desperately need to hear it. So thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 